Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We thank you for tuning in with us again. We love to have you here with us. Uh, here on today, we have the very last episode of the Along the Way series where we challenge you and rather gave you things uh, to remember, right, along this faith journey. Um, in episode one, we challenged your perspective so to change your outlook, right? And uh, number in episode number two, we had guests, right? We had the Nieves to jo to join us, and uh, in that episode, we admitted that faith walkers can sometimes omit the journey, right? That they omit rather that the journey of faith can be tough, but we provoked you to recollect and to relinquish control, right? We took you on an active journey and we gave testament on how your faith should actually be fruitful, right? And then in part two, we picked up with the Nieveses and with, uh, with the wife, right? With Mrs. Nieves. <laughs> and she described faith in love and faith as it relates to building success. Now today, like I said, it's the last episode of this series, and we are going to discuss the differences of tasks and assignments. Here we go. Welcome to Insights to Strength. I'm your host, Jay Love, and this podcast was curated to remind you that you are not your circumstance. Join me as I encourage you through the word of God help you to identify your strengths and vocally walk alongside you in purpose. So let's talk about the task, tasks versus assignments. Now, I'll just say it this way. Tasks take up time and lead to no productivity. It's considered busy work. And busy work is work that just keeps a person busy but has little value in itself. As it is not already um, custom of me, <laughs> I am about to let you my beeswax for this episode. So um, a few months ago, I did a check-in with one of my accountability partners, and she had me to pull out my physical cal calendar mid-conversation. Given the context of our conversation, I knew exactly where she was headed, meaning I could anticipate what she was going to say to me. Not back, not back at it. So at the time, right, I did not have my physical physical calendar with me, but I did cross date my calendars uh, into my into like a digital space. So I utilized my my iPhone's calendar. So she told me, open that up. Right. So and then she asked me to tell her what I saw. And so I began to list off things like, oh, I, you know, because it's color coordinated. Right. So I showed her all, it's all the dots and this dot signify this, that and the other. So then she became very, uh, she became more specific with me. And she said, count those events that you, or things that you have scheduled. So I did. All right. And my final, final tally was that I had 20 events or things on my calendar for that particular month with, uh, with just to, as a to-do task, right? Mind you, there are only 30 days in the month. So now that I know how to, to do a little math, right, I began to figure out ratios and percentages. I was like, 20 out of 30, I was busy. 20 out of 30 days, I was just busy. 
that is in percentage form, 60, 66% of my month dedicated to things. Y'all, that is over half of the month, right? But she wasn't finished. She then asked me to count the days that were God things, right? And that was, and, and this is in not counting Sundays or Bible study nights or choir, choir rehearsal, right? I didn't add those days in when I did it. There were only four days of God things on my calendar, which made up only 13% of the month. Now, side note, she did not tell me to do the math. That was my own genius. <laughs> that genius was all me, okay? Um, but when I told her that there were only four days, it was asked to say, Bingo. Exactly. My point has been made. She didn't say that. Right. Because her response was that she gave me was just a. Mm -hmm. So what she was sharing without saying to it to me at all is this. I'm sorry. Without saying it to me at all was that this is busy work. Everything that you have scheduled is busy work. So let's define busy work. So, okay, let me define it. Let me slow down, right? But let's let's define this thing. Busy work is work that keeps a person busy, but has little value in itself. An example of this, of that is this. Take a listen to what these lyrics are saying. seen that movie and others of you may have not but that is a clip from the cinderella right that is that clip belongs to disney i do not own the rights to that but i did want to put that song it's called the work song right on here for this particular episode because it was a first of all a perfect example when i began to think about tasks and versus assignments and all just the busyness that song ended up uh, in and of itself just began to play in my mind <laughs> so i was like oh this is perfect god this is perfect right so uh to give you a little bit of context to that cinderella's stepmother and stepsisters um first of all were ridiculous to say the least they went through a great deal to sabotage uh, before I get into that part. So a letter had came to the door and it was an invitation to go, you know, to the ball, to the ball. And Cinderella took 
her stepmother and her stepsisters the letter um, and telling them, hey, this is really, really important. You guys want this because they, otherwise they were like, what are you doing up here? Shouldn't you be doing this, that, and the other and blah, blah, blah. And so she was like, you guys really, really want to see this, right? And so she, the stepmother read it aloud. The stepsisters and Cinderella got really excited. And Cinderella was like, oh, that includes me too. I can go to the ball too. And her stepmother was like, if you finish uh, all your tasks, if you do this, the laundry, if you do this and this and this, right? So Cinderella's like, okay, I'll, you know, I'll hop right on it. Basically, she leaves off the room and her stepsisters and her stepmother kind of, they not kind of, they conjured a plan, right? Her stepmother was like, if she finished, she said, I said, if she goes. So they weren't anticipating her to finish what needed to be done. They actually went a great deal to sabotage her opportunity to attend the ball. So back to the conversation. Again, she being my accountability partner, she wasn't finished, right? The follow-up question that she asked, you know, the one that really hits home and brought all things into consideration was this. Let's say on the 13th, God needed you to be somewhere, but you already have something to have something slated. What would happen? Y'all mean, I had no legitimate answer. So as I confessed to this to you, um, I couldn't help but to think of the scripture from Matthew. It was a little piece of it came to me, but um, before I get into that scripture, here was my response. I told her I would have to recant my commitments and people may be disappointed. But here's the scripture from Matthew. It states, every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Therefore, whosoever heareth these things, these sayings of mine, and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not. The house, this is the house that was made of rock, right? For it was founded upon a rock. Y'all. After that phone call, I didn't want to schedule anything else. <laughs> and it was for two reasons. One, I didn't want to miss any God-ordained assignments. And two, I was genuinely, I was kind of scared. Like, oh no, what have I done? Those were the thoughts that were running through my mind. Like, in planning mode and just saying yes to everything and everybody sometimes, right? I didn't realize that the time that I allotted for other people was stealing time from God. I didn't know that, right? With them trying to keep me busy. Now, it's still my responsibility to say yay or nay. That's on me. I'm not placing the blame on anyone else. 
but I did come to the to the understanding that loyalty to other people is is forfeiting opportunities with Christ. Now, continuing on. Uh, like I said, I didn't want to schedule anything else, and for those two reasons. Um, but in the month of July, so rather, I, in the month of July, I didn't plan anything. <laughs> I was scared, y'all. I was scared. I didn't plan anything in the month of July. Um, and in the month of August, assignments that were God-ordained, they were made clear. Another side note. Because Cinderella was regularly faithful to the ingrates, i.e. her stepmother and her stepsisters, the birds and the mice that she hung out with, they came together and decided that no matter what may come of that day, her dress was going to get finished. Because mind you, she still had to make her dress, right? And they knew if she they kept her busy enough, she wouldn't be able to find a dress or the shoes or anything because she didn't have anything. All of the wealth that should have been hers due to her father's you know, passing ended up not being hers because they squandered it. The stepmothers and the stepsisters, they squandered the money and the possessions that was left to Cinderella and them after her father's death. Oh, what have you. But because she was faithful, uh, the, they decided, the birds and the mice who were her friends, that they would make her dress. They felt that she deserved to go. And to me, she did. <laughs> now, assignments are, by definition, they are a charge. It is a commissioning to do work that is that is assigned to you, right? Assignments have a focal point. That's the difference between tasks. They're busy work. They don't have a focal point. They're just, it's like eating sunflower seeds. You just, you can do it mindlessly, right? So in the month of August, assignments that were God-ordained for me were made clear. I found myself becoming more bold. And this was in my speech. It was in how I work with others. And this was especially during moments of intense stress. I was also bold in how I viewed myself, right? And what I mean by that in, in viewing myself, um, it was I viewed the responsibility of my relationship with others and my responsibility of my relationship with Christ um, under a different purpose. I gave to it a thought of a different lens, right? And this process aided me in reestablishing boundaries. Now, doing this, it gave me focus and it, and it created intentionality to what I allowed to steal my time. I will also admit that this growth is yet a work in progress, okay? <laughs> but I am not where I was two months ago. August was great for me. September, you know, although there were some challenges, I was a bulldozer, right? I consider myself to have been a bulldozer powering through all that was in my way emotionally and mentally. And at the end of the month, I fell ill, but I was on the ground kicking and screaming. And when I got up, I got up swinging. Okay. <laughs> I relied on in that time, my network and um, when it was that I needed to, right? I overcame oppression. I overcame manipulation and I overcame fear, right? I became more strategic with my own growth, not just spiritually, but in my own natural growth, right? Of again, what I allow for my time and how I, I wanted to create uh, habits, starting with me getting up on time, amen? 
I, I, I love to hug my pillow. I love to have some really great sleep. <laughs> so as a result, me hitting my me hitting the snooze button in the morning is rewarding, but then it led to me not only procrastinating in my day, but now I'm getting up with a rush. I gotta hurry up and shower, hurry up and you know brush my teeth, hurry up and eat breakfast, and all the things that are regular habits became a rush job, rush job because I did not plan accordingly. So now I set my alarm an hour early, beginning at five a.m. So if I need to press news, I can press news. And then when I'm actually waking up, I wake up on time, which is my 6 a.m. hour. Okay. Um, so like I said, I, you know, I outgrew some things and I became more strategic with my own growth. And I challenged my own motives, and that was with God's instruction. So continue on with the challenge of this entire series. As we move forward in the month of October, I am going to continue to challenge you to believe in what you think you cannot do, okay? I want to challenge you to trust God with your plans. Give him your random thoughts so that he can make sense of them. Get rid of the events or tasks and things that keep you busy, Right? We are to set aside those things that so easily beset us. Okay. And besetting means to get us off kilter, get us off task, right? Get us, get us off uh, our, our focal points, get us off our square. Right? Get rid of those things. Minimize your time spent with individuals that do the same. So if people are just calling you or asking you to go here and there and taking up all of your time and it's not creating any productive space, or maybe it's stealing away your productivity because now you're exhausted and can't do the things that you wanted to do for yourself. Get, I'm not saying to let them go all together, but tell them, hey, you got, you got to put your nose in place. That's what I'm telling you to do. Put your nose in place. And with that, replace those busy things with opportunities and or assignments that are more fruitful, right? The, the things that are fruitful and worth your time. Last but not least, don't forget to rest and consider yourself. Do not forget to rest and consider yourself because even spiritual assignments can take a lot from you. Okay, I am learning that the more, literally a day-by-day process. Matter of fact, Let's let me insert this. On this past week, I um, was working with one of my students. I work in a, my classroom specifically is um, a classroom with whom my the students are diagnosed with autism, and the behaviors from each student actually have range. Right, they're not. One assignment does not fit all for them. Now, there are some things that I can do with them that will benefit all of them, but there are also many assignments that we have to um, we have to do differently for each student because they are on different le- uh, levels of uh, of learning. And 
how many of you know, okay, let me go into my church voice. How many of you know that your daily assignments, i.e. in the work that you do, are also part of your spiritual assignments? What you do here on earth is also what should be done in heaven. Ah, you didn't know, now you do. Um, <laughs> so on this particular day, one of my students, I see him getting ready, or he did actually go into a trance of, of sorts. Because it's a, a spiritual battle as well, you guys. And so I went over to him and I began to sing a song, um, just a piece of a song, To Worship You I Live, right, by Israel New, uh, Houghton, uh, Israel Houghton, a new breed. I just started singing a song to, to him and I asked him if he was okay. And I'm rocking with his hands in my hand and asking him like how how's he doing and he's because his vocabulary is limited he tells me he's fine and that's it i said okay and so i continued to sing this song to him and i asked him again how are you feeling and he just be and i told him i said make out you know look at me look at me because he kept trying to look away so look at me and he looked at me and then he told me he said i'm tired i said okay okay so i kept singing the song with his hands rocking in my hand and I'm praying in the spirit, right? And then I told him, I said his name. I said, if any time you feel scared, I want you to say Jesus, okay? And he said, mm-hmm. I said, can you say that? Can you say Jesus? And I said his name again. He said, yes. Yeah. So he said, I said, say it. He said, and he said Jesus. And with that, you all. I knew that that child would be okay because certain spirits won't say the name. Certain spirits will not say the name. I know what it, what I do as in teaching on a daily is an assignment of mine, right? So now my day prior to that was absolutely fine. It was absolutely fine. So to bring this full circle, afternoon came and I was pooped. Like I felt so tired all of a sudden. I felt so drained, forgetting what it is that I had done as far as like the prayer, you know, goals and that conversation with my student. I'd forgotten about it. And my coworker uh picked up on it and asked me, Miss Love, are you okay? And I was like, She's like, How's your afternoon being? I said, It's 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 an afternoon. I was tired. I was just exhausted. And so when I went home and came home, I had rest. I went and rest, you know, I just came home and fell right to sleep. And um, I ended up having a dream, and in that dream, I was being choked, right? Literally, I could, I'm flailing, trying to breathe, and I'm calling in the dream, I'm calling for my mother, I cannot breathe. Um, and this also was happening naturally. Sometimes I'm saying, I'm bringing this back to say, and excuse me if you can hear the lawn being cut right now. Um, but I'm saying all of this to say the to bring us back to the point. Your spiritual assignments can also drain you, right? Because you are dealing with different spirits regularly, encountering them daily. Now, some people will say, "Oh, that sounds scary," and sometimes it can be. Let's be honest here. But they are also rewarding. Now, when I woke up from the dream, um, again, failing and just flailing and out of breath. I can feel the impressions of me having been choked in my sleep. And I began to, of course, pray um, in my heavenly language. And I'm talking to God and I'm trying to figure out what was happening. What did that dream mean and all of the things. And then I began to recollect what my day was and how 
Um, my prayer for that student may have saved his life, Damashaya. But then it sent whatever was trying to attack my student was then assigned to me. Okay, that's why we are to pray by everything. We are to pray, pray without ceasing, you guys, right? So it came to attack me and to try and literally steal the life out of me. Remember, my student told me that he was tired. He was tired. And that same tiring spirit that tried to tire him out is the same reason why my afternoon, I felt very, very drained. So before I go, I will tell you that my personal challenge is to not only do what I am sharing with you, as it relates to, again, I'm going to repeat that because I know it may have got lost in translation, but I'm challenging you to uh, believe in what you can't do. I want to challenge you to trust God with your plans and to give him your random thoughts so that he can make sense of them, right? I want you to get rid of the events or tasks and things that keep you busy. I want you to minimize your time spent with individuals that do the same. And with that, replace those busy things with opportunities and or assignments that are more fruitful things that are actually worth your time. And again, don't forget to consider yourself. All right. So I'm challenging you um, to do that, but I'm also challenging myself to continue in it. Right. I want to also challenge myself because I will. This is something that I do, but be conscientious of not doing the fun thing all of the time. Right. If it's something that you need to, that, you know, you got to get done. Like for me, I know these episodes need to get done and I need to. And I know that I need to on certain days contact the person who does my, you know, our content manager. I need to contact her so she knows what to upload and all the things. Right. Get that stuff done. That's not just a task. That's that's this is an assignment for me. Doing this podcast is an assignment for me. It's not just a task. So there are text tasks or things that are on your to-do list that are assigned to the assignment, right? So don't choose a thing that's fun. Sometimes, well, not sometimes, hunker down and do the work, do the necessary work, you guys. So if you plan to join me in doing this beautiful challenge, comment on our October challenge post and declare, I will be fruitful, okay? You will see that on this week. You will see the October challenge post. And I want you to declare that you will be fruitful. As always, keep praying, keep pressing, and stand tall. I love you all with the love of the Lord. Now, if you are following us on our social medias, please do. On Instagram and Facebook, we are Insights to Strength everywhere that you may go. <laughs> If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to just leave a voice memo. If you don't feel like typing anything out, you can, you know, we have an audio button that you can utilize and share your interests and share your thoughts with that as well. I love y'all. I appreciate you seekers. Uh, and I am forever grateful. Again, keep praying, keep pressing and stand tall. Hey Seekers, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. 
You could even send a voicemail by clicking the link in our show notes. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Instagram and on Facebook at Insights to Strength. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.